This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 40 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf. And today we have good neighbor Jasmine Nolan with Paint the Green right next door in Davie. Jasmine, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me. It is truly our pleasure. And as always, thanks to our listeners for tuning in. We appreciate your support. Jasmine, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do over at Paint the Green? So Paint the Green is a DIY studio where we allow everybody to come in and create a projects, particularly they're mostly home decor, um, projects, anything to decorate your home, your office. And we show you a good time while you're doing it. And we take you through the process of painting it, taking it from raw wood all the way to the finished product. Awesome. So how did you end up owning a DIY studio? How'd you get into this? So, um, it's actually quite a story. Please, um, share. I was <laughs> for sure. So I was a teacher for 13 years and I was, I already had two older girls. They were like in second and third grade at the time. And I was pregnant with our third one. She's now seven years old. And um, while I was pregnant with her and on maternity leave, just, I was at home with her staying and watching HGTV fixer upper, you know, just doing mom stuff and home things. And I just fell in love with everything about fixer upper and whatever they did to people's homes. And of course, you know, having Chip and Jojo come to your house in South Florida wasn't an option. So <laughs> I started doing those things for myself, you know, so um, just little things here and there, painting furniture, learning how to, um, refinish some pieces of furniture. So I started with the pieces in our own home. Um, and then I got my husband on board with me and we ended up knocking down one of our walls, which started our whole remodeling of the house, knocking down one of our walls, adding shiplap, painting everything that gorgeous gray color. Um, and then just kind of giving it our own style and twist to it. Um, the, I believe that year in April, he was turning 40. Um, and I wanted to give him, you know, it's, it's a big gift, right? Um, but I wasn't working. <laughs> I was still on maternity leave. So we like to do a lot of entertaining. And um, I ended up building, bu building him a bar straight out of pallet wood. And I went straight to YouTube and I said, how do you build a pallet? How do you build a bar out of pallet wood? I probably watched this video a hundred times. I learned how to use a drill. I learned how to use a miter saw. I bought myself a circular saw. I asked my dad and my friends to come over because this was all a big surprise to my husband. Um, and then just kind of got comfortable and then just loving using power tools. It's what really, you know, excited me, you know, using all these things. My neighbors thought I was completely insane, but that was okay. Um, and so then from there, I had some leftover wood kind of took the pallet apart. Like this was like really intense, you know, taking the pallets, sanding them really hard with sanders. Um, and then I put together my first wood sign and I didn't have any of those fancy cricket machines or anything at all. I just had a paint pen um, and I just started hand drawing and I hand drew um, one of my favorite hymns. It's um, great is I faithfulness. So I put that on social media. Look what I made, guys. It's so it's so cute. You know, all those, you know, look what I made type things. 
Um, and my friends were like, oh my gosh, that's like really good. You should open up an Etsy store. I didn't know. I mean, I probably bought a couple things here on Etsy, but nothing. I wasn't into it, you know, as I didn't know too much about what Etsy was. So I looked into it, opened up the Etsy store, started building things and or making things for people. Found out, you know, what those little Cricut and Silhouette machines were all about. Bought myself one of those. And then um, a couple months later, we were at our, we, at, we were at church and the women of my church were ready to do it, a ladies event. Well, the prior year, someone not painting with the twist, but the same thing, you know, where you're painting on canvas, they came to our church and they said, you know, and they taught us how to draw something with hand lettering with the, not hand lettering, like paint brushes and everything. And so they're like, well, we want to do something similar, but not the exact same thing. So I very shyly, because I am an introvert to this day, um, I raised my hand and I said, well, why don't I teach you what I make and sell on Etsy? It's I have fun. You know, I'd rather be crafting with friends than crafting by myself. So they said yes. <laughs> so I was like, OK, how do I lead 30 people into making the exact same thing that I'm doing. So with the uh, director and myself, we just kind of, I basically winked. I said, okay, we're going to need 30 of these, 30 of, you know, 30 of all these different things. So we supplied it. We went to her house and it was so successful. Everybody's sign came out amazing. One of my good friends there said, Jasmine, I'm actually going to hang this on my wall because I love what I made. And just from that statement alone, I was like, Mm -hmm. this could be something right because, let's talk about a sign <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> in, in more in more ways than one right <laughs> yeah so she was like i, I you know i can hang the, I can, i'm gonna make this song because usually the painting with the twist or not not painting with twist but the canvas drawings you you make them they're pretty but i hear so often that i'm not displaying this in my house i really didn't do that great of a job um so just comparing that she's like i'm actually gonna hang this on my wall so it's like Okay. So then I, from there, I was like, all right, well, maybe we can make this into a business. Let's look into renting, you know, a place, you know, an actual storefront. Forget it. At that time, <laughs> I was like, nope, not going to happen. So I started traveling to people's houses. I would book events after events from parties that I would do um, nights and weekends. I would do for about a year, year and a half. I started to reach out to um, the communities and different neighborhoods around and go into their clubhouses, do events like that. And then I looked again. Okay, well, let's look for a studio space. Nope. Okay, I'll do it. I was, because basically the money I was getting, I was spending it on our own home and, you know, making things nice and pretty in here and saving things for the kids and everything. Um, so then we turned our garage, which is what I'm in now, into a studio. We put air conditioning in here. We painted the walls, added shiplap in here. It's still a working garage, um, but now all like my big machinery is in here. So I had two tables and people would come through the side gate entrance through my side garage door and we would host them for about eight months in the studio. Um, and then we just outgrew that within eight with within the eight months, and then we found the place we are now. We're at right on University Drive, just north of Sterling. There's a car wash. We're in that shopping center, and we will be there for five years this November. Wow, that's that's awesome. And Paint the Green is uh, it's a franchise, right? 
No. Mm-mm. Oh, it's not. No. Oh, yeah. Well, it's that, a and that's okay. I thought. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought it was. Yeah, and that's why a lot of people were like, "Well, what sets you apart from it?" And I'd say, "Well, that I'm not a franchise." Because, and honestly, there so there wasn't too many franchises out there at the time. I did find one, um, but I I didn't have eighty to a hundred thousand dollars to say here. Take my money, give me your idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was, I and I didn't want to be limited to what they told me what to do, because um, a lot of when I was traveling people's houses, a lot of that was people saw things on Etsy or they saw things on Pinterest and they're like, Hey, can we make this? I was like, yeah, let's try it. You know, let's make it into your colors. Let's make it match your home decor. Let's find fonts and designs that you like, and I'll help you put it together. That's really amazing, Jasmine. And one of the reasons why we do this show is not only to learn about the business and like what you offer, but I think even more importantly, and you're you're a prime example of this is to learn about the story behind it and the journey, and it's just your story in particular is just it's just amazing how you kind of happened upon this business right with yeah. your um, so that's really good. Thanks for sharing that. That's uh, really really cool stuff. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, what do you like to do for fun when you're not working? When I'm not working, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people say, well. <laughs> You love what you do, right? And I do. I truly do love what I do. So I do love to craft. But when I'm not in my garage or in the studio, um, I'm at my kids' soccer games. My other daughter has been playing volleyball. So I just love to watch her play volleyball. And the little one is just like an athlete in the making. Because <laughs> um, so she's trying all the soccers and the volleyballs, you know, all the different games. So we just travel with the girls and um, go to all their games. I just love watching them play. And you guys, I, I know that you live here in Cooper City. Do yep. the kids play soccer through Optimus? Yes. Yeah. My yeah. oldest daughter is in the Travel Optimus League. Oh, um, nice. My younger one, we're doing rec. And now the older two girls coach her with my husband in the the, the rec sock, soccer. And then volleyball, my middle child who does the volleyball, she is now in the beach volleyball, um, Cooper City Optimist. That's awesome. My, my son plays rec soccer. He tried out for the travel. He just started playing like a year and a half ago mm -hmm. and he caught the bug and he got really into it and he tried out for travel. And unfortunately he didn't make it this go around, but he's still really passionate. Yeah. About it, so keep on trying. We'll keep going for sure. Sitting here today, looking back through your life, is there something that comes to mind um, that a challenge, a life hardship, a struggle that you encountered upon your journey um, that at the time, you know, it felt like the end of the world, felt like you'd never recover from it. Um, but you know, sitting here today, looking back, you could honestly say that you're better off for having gone through that experience. Uh, yeah, COVID, <laughs> for mm -hmm. sure. Um, and we are big, um, I mean, preference by saying that we're big, like Dave Ramsey. I don't know if you know who Dave Ramsey is. Um, he's, he's all about like financial planning. Okay. Um, so personally, in our own personal home, we, we like to follow his his concepts um, and through the business, and which is another reason why I probably didn't do the franchise route because I didn't want to take out any loans or be um, subject to, you know, owing people sure. money. Um, so while I was in the garage and, tra and traveling, I would always save a lot of money. So 
our biggest thing was like, if we didn't have someone come into the studio for an entire year, we should still be able to have enough to at least pay the rent and pay our bills. So when COVID happened, it's basically, <laughs> you know, like, okay, we have, we have our savings. We have at least the, the, the business has its savings to where we would be okay with that. Um, so I'm, I'm glad for that, but also through COVID, um, it was, it was extremely difficult, you know, not having people come into the studio because it's not about, okay, here's your sign. You're leaving with a sign. It's about the experience that you create and, and the friendships that you make with other people and the memories you make with your friends and your family that you bring into the studio. It's not about, okay, cause you can, you can go buy a sign at Michael's and Joanne and Hobby Lobby, you know, and you could probably buy, you know, you know maybe not as better as much quality, but you can go buy a sign and hang it up in your house because at, at paint the grain, it's more about the experience. So yeah. not having to share that with people was really hard. Um, but we ended up transferring, um, turning a lot of our projects into kits to go. So we'd package up the wood, we'd package oh, up nice. the paints, the sandpaper, um, and with instructions. So I would take videos of myself. Okay, here's a video of how to make, you know, a round sign. Here's a video of how to make something with 3D projects. Um, so a lot of it was, um, it was hard, but I'm, you know, I'm really glad that I, I went through it because it's, it's definitely helped. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. And I, I think it's interesting what you mentioned about the experience, right? So yeah, you can go out and buy a piece of art or, or something to put on your wall. Um, but when you go and you make it yourself, right? Not only the experience of making it, but when you actually showcase it, there's that emotional attachment to it and, and kind of being proud of it. And it creates a different energy, a different feeling in your own space uh, just to know that you made it. And it's, it's really cool what you're doing there. So well, in closing, Jasmine, why don't you tell our listeners, I know you mentioned uh, your location again, but it, if you could mention it one more time, um, how they could reach you, maybe your website, your contact information, how can we learn more? Yeah, absolutely. So the main website, which is where everybody goes through to sign up for workshops, is paintthegrainstudio.com. It's all one word. Um, and we are located at 5527 South University Drive, which is just north of Sterling Road in the... Um, it's called Davy Square Plaza and I actually just got a sign. So after five years, I got one of those street <laughs> signs because <laughs> I get I Better late than basically never. Let, yeah, I let the business like gift it to the, the business, I guess, <laughs> um, because that, you know, I didn't know that those, that those cost money <laughs> every month. <laughs> so we got a double sided street sign right on university. It says paint the grain. It has a, like the darker blue background on it. Um, and um my phone number, you can text or call the phone number. It's the phone number you can reach me 24-7. Try not to do it during that night, though. Um, <laughs> it is um, 954-802-8517. And well, excellent. We'll, as always, we'll link in the description below uh, to all of your contact information so our listeners know where to find you. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure getting to learn about your journey and about what you, what you do here in our great community. So thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. And to our listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNP. 
coopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com. Or call 954-231-3170. 